0: You work hard, switching to Metro isn't. This holiday, there's zero fees to switch. Right now, get high-speed data for just 25 bucks a line for four lines. That's Metro's lowest price, period. Plus get four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. Metro by T-Mobile, empowering you to rule your holiday. Plus device sales tax with eligible port in a no T Mobile service in past 180 days. One phone per line while supplies last. If new line deactivates, all lines lose four line promo rate. Additional terms apply. Limited time offer. See Metro by T Hey
1: guys, it's your host Varsha and Mega, and welcome to another episode of Real Time with Mega Varsha. I can't believe we are already six episodes
2: in. Can you believe in Mega? Hey guys, I hope you're all staying safe and positive. And yeah, Varsha, I can't believe this is our sixth episode already. Thank you to all the listeners and the constant love and support you've all given us. Here with us today is our friends Gayatri and Shruti. We
1: finally got to record with them because they all had busy, busy schedules and here they are. Welcome Shruti and Gayatri once again. Thank you really for accepting to be a part of this podcast. We really appreciate it and I think now that we have you guys here, why don't you guys introduce yourselves?
3: Hello, my name is Gayatri and I'm going into my freshman year of high school. I love to dance, play tennis, and I love to read, and thank you for having me.
4: Hi, my name is Shruti. I'm an incoming junior in high school. Um, I love video making, photography, art, and music. I also love computer science and math, and thank you so much for inviting me to be a part of your podcast today.
1: Also, you guys, Shruti's YouTube channel is at Shruti Unitan, so make sure you guys subscribe. as She's an amazing girl who never fails to make her audience laugh all the time. So COVID-19 has disrupted our way of life and pretty sure many YouTubers around the world can't travel and now it's all about TikTok and just vlogging in general. So what do you think, Shruti? What content do you generally try to include in your videos?
4: So, you know, when I started my YouTube channel, it was kind of just like a, a platform where I posted all the videos that I created. Since middle school, I guess, once I was introduced to iMovie, I was like, hey, video editing is so cool. I love, you know, making these small videos and just editing them and you know adding funny things but like editing it like funny like in funny ways and stuff like that and so i never really generally went out to make contact it was kind of just like i made this and i'm just gonna post this and it was never like i don't care what like the audience wanted i kind of just posted whatever i felt like posting and then you know, with posting it on the internet, you know, it's there for almost everybody to see, you know, anybody that comes across my video, I don't need to know them necessarily. They'll, they'll watch that video. And so, you know, once you start receiving comments and you start receiving subscribers, then you kind of have to gear towards making content that you feel like your audience would enjoy, but also you at the same time, you know, you don't want to completely do it just for the sake of YouTube. You just want to make sure that it, you know, goes well with you and your viewers. So with, COVID-19, in the beginning, I thought it would not affect it at all. I thought it was going to be very smooth. You know, I'm I'm not a very social person, so I didn't think that it would affect me in any way because, you know, on, on YouTube, you see these people that are like, oh, yeah, like I jumped off a cliff today or something like that. And <laughs> I, I'm not someone to do that or I'm not someone to do a social experiment either. So, you know, in the beginning, I was like, this shouldn't affect me and my, my video making at all. But You know, being stuck at home is different because you have tons of work with school. So you're, you know, barely out of your room because you're just sitting there doing your work. Um, And even when you are out, there's nothing you can do. Like, you know, before I used to have videos with my friends, you know, just like vlogs and stuff like that. And so none of those things are actually possible with our country. I mean, they are, but I just don't think that it would necessarily be as entertaining as it would be before. And so now... Um, you know, I used to post on like I used to try to post on a weekly basis, but you know now that's just gotten super hard. You know, coming up with an idea every week is nearly impossible for me at least. Um, and so, like juggling between school, outside of school work, and this is like kind of hard. So I just try to post videos whenever I feel like I have a solid video. Um, and so I think the last time I posted a video was like two, three weeks ago. But you know, I- I'm trying to work on something new at the moment. So
1: yeah. Wow nicely said Shruti and honestly the content you make is like really nicely done and I simply love it like I think the one the video where um you were taking your AP tests and you're just like stressing about it that was really funny too (laughs) like you're (laughs) just like super you know all chill about it you know Mm
3: -hmm. so that's
1: good. Moreover YouTube honestly has been a huge platform for many people to make money and Honestly, like your whole life lifestyle changes, like, you know, those celebrity YouTubers like James Charles, what like Brett Rivera, those are just some many examples. To be on YouTube takes huge talent. For example, to be able to speak and like being brave against the haters that'll always be there.
2: Yeah, so I love your YouTube channel. It's really entertaining. It's super fun to watch and like balance making videos and balancing with school is difficult like right now with the podcast and like I just started school so I was like oh my god how am I gonna do this podcast and school?" I was like, you know what I'll do it I can I'll be fine I just have to manage everything so like props to you for that
3: yeah thank you mm-hmm. I was like I went on YouTube one day and I wanted to I didn't know what to watch on YouTube I didn't have anything to watch and then I remembered oh yeah shuti has a youtube channel and i got so i tried searching up your name and i couldn't find your um profile and i couldn't find any of your like youtube videos and finally i just had to like text you and after i watched all your videos i was literally on the ground laughing i i couldn't help it it was so funny (laughs)
1: thank you so much that's a huge compliment make sure you subscribe to shruti as a link will be in our description box and go check her out Guy three, so you're a really versatile dancer. So which form of dance are you currently doing?
3: I'm currently focusing on Bharatanatyam, an Indian classical dance style. But I also do other types of dance styles such as Bollywood, Hip-Hop, and Contemporary.
1: Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think like you sent us a video of your dancing, which is really good, by the way. It I mean, is. Like, do you guys remember? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I myself like dance and I've been doing dance for almost like eight years now. And unfortunately, I stopped a few years ago. Like, I did Marnatiam while I was living in Singapore for quite a while. But since we moved here in 2012, it was just like, it just stopped there. Like, I didn't get to, you know, go to classes or anything. And honestly, guys, you're very lucky, you know, you got to pursue dance and, like, Trying other, you know, types of dance like you said, contemporary and classical, right? Mm-hmm. Like my parents told me to yeah. focus on my studies, so that's what like really stopped like the whole thing. But honestly, I still yeah. dance. Honestly, like I do just dance, team notch choreography. Anyone know? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I copy the dance that they do, and like it's kind of fun, right? Honestly, it keeps motivated mm-hmm. and calm them all the time as well.
3: Yeah, I agree that dance really does keep you calm and motivated. And it also lets you like pour out all your emotions. And your stress, yeah. Yeah. It it distracts you from everything else. Mm -hmm. And you feel calm. Yeah, like you said, calm and more focused when you do other stuff. I've been dancing for about like nine years now. And dance can be hard to balance with your studies sometimes. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, if you're really determined, you will always have a way to do the things that you loved alongside like schoolwork and everything yeah
2: so dancing is really cool it's amazing and it's hard because i know because my sister goes to dance classes and when it comes to competition getting dressed going to all the practices it takes so much time and effort like by the time my mom and sister come home they're like drained like they're so tired so i can't really yeah yeah
4: you know i have a completely different relationship with dance um i've been i've been dancing for like the past nine years of my life You know, for me, I I, I loved it. You know, I love dance. Uh, You know, the reason I was enrolled in dance is because I told my mom, like, hey, I love to dance. Like, I really want to learn it. And so for me, it's kind of been like a up and down road. You know, it, it is calming at the same time. At one point, I just lost my passion. And it was hard for me to keep going with dance and like keeping, like having to push myself through it. Mm -hmm. It got to a point where I said, you know, like I want to quit because I don't want to hate that art form because it's beautiful, you know? I don't Mm -hmm. want to hate something simply because I don't have passion for it doesn't mean that I need to hate it. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I took myself out of dance. Yeah, we all have different
3: passions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. So why don't we take a break, guys?
2: Yeah, sure, when we come back, we'll be discussing the debate about the issues happening right now like the Beirut explosion, the plane crash that recently happened in India and the self reflection of ourselves and how we're doing during this quarantine. We won't have our motivational moments for this episode just for change but it'll come back next time so stay tuned. We'll be right back.
1: Hey guys, it's Varsha and this episode was sponsored by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. You guys can record a podcast using Anchor in a fun and easy way. You can also add music and other features to make your podcast even better. Anchor automatically distributes your podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and various other platforms. You guys can also listen to podcasts on Anchor as well. The best part of Anchor is it's also free at no cost. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And we are back.
2: I'm pretty sure many of you guys heard about the explosion that happened in Lebanon. And it was shocking for all of us. It killed many people. It was really devastating. The fact that it
1: happened at the start of August was terrible. What a bad start to August. Honestly, this whole year is just like really messed up. And I genuinely hated it. We had so many plans like Arnhem and Visha celebrations like an NSS. Right, if you guys heard, mm-hmm. it all got cancelled. Mm-hmm. A lot of people booked flights to spend their vacation. Honestly, everything just it's like time just stopped
2: you know
4: yeah and honestly it's really disappointing mm-hmm. you know like 2020 if you look at it you know if you hear about it it's like everybody talks about it like a train wreck mm-hmm. um and you know mm-hmm. so many things are coming out you know so many horrible things you know truth about the government whether it be you know laws treatment human rights et cetera, et cetera. but like i think what something that we kind of need to notice is the fact that it's not that it all came out it's not that this stuff like emerged out of nowhere this year it's like Things that have been happening in our society, things that have been happening in the world, it's just being talked about in media right now. And so mm-hmm. it's it's genuinely sad. You know, each day goes by, you hear mm-hmm. one more news on something and you sit there heartbroken because, you know, you, you just sit here like, wow, it really can't get worse. You know, I'm sitting mm-hmm. in, inside my house, you know, already locked away. And, you know, adding on this sad news is just not really good emotionally.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree with you, shitty. So you know we all keep thinking that the situation cannot get any worse and then suddenly like the next day we're hit with another disaster whether it's the Barrett explosion or the crash that happened in India so we're always this this ear feels like it can't get worse but
2: you know we yeah, you really don't just
3: know itself mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Yeah, This year is going to be in history books in the future, if you think about yeah. it. Like yeah. later, we'll like see ourselves and they'll be asking us questions. Oh, my God. like What did you guys do during the coronavirus? And we we'll were like, telling our stories and how we felt during mm-hmm. this month yeah. and emotionally mm-hmm. and everything like that. So it has been a rough year, but like everything that's happened the last month affected mm-hmm. everyone. So I think mm-hmm. it brought us together a bit more. And you no, know, a lot of these events also changed us and helped improve our society like you know the black lives Matter Matter, spread awareness we all united like the americans all united supported the black (laughs) lives movement which was pretty awesome Mm -hmm.
1: i agree with all of you honestly many things are happening in the world like we can't do anything about it it's just how it is right and the cases are increasing so a general reminder that wear your mask and the coronavirus is not a myth because people think it's like a fictional story which it's not just so honestly i we all suggest you to stay home i mean like you can go out like you know just wear your mask that's the most important thing maintain social distancing and all our mental health are not okay right now so it's like good to just go out and you know just breathe fresh air i guess even though obviously it's contaminated but you know we can't do anything about it mm-hmm. we should keep yeah. our- positive and calm during this time
4: yeah, and I know it's not. And I know it's hard not to see your friends. You know, like trust me, I I know. <laughs> I'm also a teenager stuck in my house, not being able to see my friends. But you know, I feel like it, getting with your friends to get boba is not as important as saving someone's life. And. You know, this this virus is spreading like rapid fire so the least you could do is wear a mask, social distance, like try not to go outside for unnecessary um, actions so if you if you are you know, you can go for a walk if you're maintaining social distance, you're wearing a mask, great you can go ahead and go for a mask, no problem but you know, if you, if you don't need to go outside then I'd say stay inside as much as possible, try to um, follow state guidelines. Um, and as as Varsha said, it's not a myth. It's very, it does very much exist. There's a lot of people dying. Um, it's not a myth. So please, yeah, please, please, add, please stay
1: safe.
2: I wanted to add, like, Varsha sent me a video of, you know, these two people sent giving away free masks. I think it was in LA or something. And people were oh, yeah, not watching a video. Video that video. They were not taking masks. They were like, I don't believe in this stuff. Go away. I was like,
1: Yeah, people think think it's a story. It's like a made up story that we all made up. And, you know, that it's clearly seen in the video as well. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're just cussing for no reason. Yeah. These two comedians are trying to help.
3: I mean, like more than that, they're worried about how they cannot breathe properly when they wear masks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But like, I mean, think about their situation when if they get coronavirus, then they're going to most likely die because they cannot like you know breathe properly and yeah. fun fact actually so, you don't wear any a mask mask
4: when you're wearing a mask you yeah. don't breathe
3: any less there you you actually breathe the same
4: amount of hair you, that you they, would they one. say
3: that yeah. you will breathe um carbon dioxide oh yeah that's sure. false that's completely false so, because, i mean but i would rather do that than get corona right. so <laughs> i mean you know the concern with
4: the concern with carbon dioxide is somewhat valid because it's you know No, the the chemistry in me is coming out but you know if you sit if you sit in a room with zero ventilation for you know a little bit you run out of oxygen there's a bunch of carbon dioxide it's going to turn into carbon monoxide and you will die that's true you know they're not wrong on that part but the thing is it's proven that masks ventilate to a point where the virus or you know bigger particles don't enter but air does leave the mask and so, you know, there's people with breathing problems who are wearing this. And, you know, there's been scientific research done. That the only reason you feel suffocated while wearing a mask is simply because of the heat. You know, it has nothing to do with the air. You're getting enough oxygen. You're not going to die if you wear a mask. You're going to live pretty much. You're getting the same amount of oxygen. Is it going to be hot? Yes. And so that is the kind of trigger point for suffocation, which, you know, it's not, it's not one research. It's not two researches. It's, there's been a lot of research that's been to prove that. And there's been a lot of TikToks lots of people going out of their way to make these videos because simply people think you're trying to suffocate me so I'm not going to wear a mask um and so you know oh basically
2: if you don't want to wear a mask stay home exactly Easy yeah that. simple, simple as that. that simple as that stay home not if great. you don't want to wear a mask here you <laughs> <laughs> yeah so just, you know, try wearing a mask anytime we go out, you know, it's the only way we're going to beat this if we work together. Because like, if mm-hmm. no one's wearing a mask, this is yeah, not going to exactly. work. Yeah, exactly. Like in
1: Canada, like, it's all back to normal now. Everyone's wearing masks. Cases are decreasing. Literally like,
2: everywhere is like, back Europe. to normal except us. And us. <laughs> Legit. Cases.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, also Singapore. Wash your hands too. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Wash your hands with soap and, and water. keep your Yes, exactly. Like Singapore as well. Like they started schools already. People are going to school with masks on. Again, they also maintain
2: everything. Mm-hmm. It. Pretty safe. There was um, a post of I think a school in Georgia or something that a student leaked about halls filled oh, yeah. with students wearing no mask, and like it got out everywhere. And then like it raised awareness and stuff. The, I think the school actually suspended the kid for, you know, leaking Taking that picture the picture out. Yeah. yeah, but, like, it was clearly seen that students were not made wearing a mask. They weren't social distancing. So it was, it was bad.
1: Apart from Lebanon and, like, the COVID-19, other things are happening in India. Like, for example, the floods are happening and a plane crash, which happened. I couldn't even imagine that would happen, like, honestly. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, Kerala has been, you know, very well known for its heavy rain. Um, but unfortunately with this heavy rainfall all they kind of what it leads to is like the dam that that, that needs to be opened and so two years ago um, because of the dam opening there were several cities where it was flooded you know there were people who had to go to camps um, and you know same thing with this year the rainfall is super heavy and super intense but the only you know factor this year that they didn't have two years back was that now we have the virus you know mm-hmm. these camps i don't know how they're gonna manage it you know Kerala did a fairly great job with handling the coronavirus handling they've done a great job with handling the floods so mm-hmm. i hope that they can do a great job handling both at the same time i i have faith <laughs> i just hope yeah it works out. yeah,
2: yeah. And this is all really scary and i hope everyone's safe there and it'll everything will work out i know that yeah i'll be
1: back to god's own country again mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is um, truly horrific. And the um, 2018 flood took over 483 lives, and about 140 people are still missing to this day. So it's yeah, it's really horrific.
1: Yeah, such a tragedy as well. Um, so speaking of the Kerala floods, I think two years ago, I surely mentioned right. Like I remember how like I experienced it live in action myself, and it was pretty sad too. Like I, it was like around 8:30 p.m. and my sister and I, we were just watching TV. We were just watching Frozen, okay? We didn't have anything to watch, okay? We don't have Netflix, anything like that. But anyways, we were just watching. And honestly, at that time, it was like raining, pouring, like cats and dogs. And at the time, we already knew there was a high possibility that the water can not seep through and like, you know, flood the whole house and stuff like that. And in the backyard, we checked. So in the evening, like around 5, it was like the water was like on the floor. And it was just like a whole pool, kind of. And then like by the the night, it like rose, like water level rose to like the second step. And we were kind of scared that we were like, you know, let's just see if we, you know, levels down and stuff like that. Basically what happened was like, we looked at the front, like, you know, the entrance where you enter the house. Um, and the water was covered like the third step. So we were like, oh no, we have to get out of here right now. We just took all suitcases, everything, like all our important stuff. We just grabbed an auto and we just like, what sped away back home where where did you go we went to my um dad's uncle's house like my mm-hmm. cousin's house and we just like stay there for two days and then like i went to my grandma's house after that because it wasn't that it wasn't that bad the water level like in my grandma's house i guess the house is not a high range but it's like you know just leveled on the you know roadside so it's like the water won't seep through or anything like that it's just like balance the land is balanced and stuff But then my grandmas house have like a whole big garden and like a whole front yard. So it's kind of like all the tiles are like sliding. So it's like a slope. It has like a downward slope. So that's where all the water is just like, yeah, at the bottom, basically. So it's just like filling up with water. So after I think a month, like it was August and we came back just to see how it was and stuff. So apparently like the fridge like fell and stuff. And my dad like went inside. So he wanted to take some, I don't even know, okay? I told my dad, like, don't go in there. But he had to go in there. So he went inside. It's basically the water level was, like, top of your shoulder, kind of. So it was, like, super bad, okay? But, um yeah, so the fridge fell. And, like, they tried, like, putting the table upstairs and stuff. They tried to put like movies and my mom went and they like took stuff, food from the fridge, which was important and stuff like that. So it was like hard because my grandma had to stay in my uncle's house for a few days when we came back. Cause like we had to to come back to America, right? Like school's gonna start and stuff. So we were like worried, but she like, you know, it's leveled down. And then my dad went back to India and then he tried to help with my grandma with like other things. To, like clean everything up because she obviously can't do it alone, right? She lives mm-hmm. here alone. So, yeah, so that was my experience, and I mean, after a few days, it was all good. And then, like my da- my grandma, like hired some workers to like fix the slope, when so it happened not happen again. So yeah, so this year was fu- it was perfectly well. Like the rain wasn't that heavy, so it was like maybe just mu- like kind of like slight rain, but yeah, nothing really happened. So I'm thank thank God that it didn't happen again. But yeah, that was my story. Thanks for the tough talk.
2: Yeah, that must have been really scary, honestly. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so going back to the devastating situation about the plane crash, my deepest condolences for the pilot and well wishes for his family. What happened was a plane was from Dubai to Karifu where it basically skidded the runway and crashed, splitting the plane into two parts. Many people injured and a lot of people died. And since Kerala is our homeland, it hurts all of our hurts that something like this would happen and before all these issues it was really God's own country. It hurts to say that Kerala is suffering but on a positive note the citizens are really determined to you know donate blood to the survivors which is really amazing so everyone's really bold and strong and everyone's working together so I'm really proud.
4: Yeah and you know I'm very proud to be the um Kerala does such a great job with everything and you know, like it, it, it pops up in news and some of my friends that know that I'm holding they're just like, Oh my gosh, aren't you, aren't you from Kelly and I'm like, Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And that's that's my state you're talking about. And you know, this I, I think despite all of these tragedies, it, it truly is God's own country. As the nice people, um, amazing culture, um, diversity and you know I, I I have to admire, you know, we have the world's first solar powered Airport, and you know we're truly one of the most progressive states in india and um it's, it's proud to be a part of that state and you know i can't I, I was supposed to go back visit this year um i wasn't able to do that but yeah, you know, I, as soon as as soon as corona's over i'm running back because i i love homeland and i miss it very much
3: yeah so um same here kerala in my opinion is actually a very strong state as um You know, we go through a lot of challenges, but we always get back. Finds a solution to every problem that they face. So I'm really proud to be a Malayali. And like, you know, whenever someone asks me like, oh, are you from Kerala? I don't know, I just feel so proud at that moment. Like, I'm just bragging about how I'm from Kerala and how Kerala is like the best state ever. And so Kerala, show you.
1: (laughs) I agree with you, same here. We should all be proud to be, you know, Malayali. And like, I always like show pictures you know, from India and stuff. My friends are like, oh, wow, it's so it's such a pretty state. And, like, I should go there sometime. And I'm like, yeah, you should definitely come visit, you know. It is really pretty. There's, like, a lot of sites where it's, like, all nature-based, right? So greenery.
2: Like so much greenery.
1: Yeah, so much greenery and trees. It's like you feel home all of a sudden when you just look up to the sky and you're like, I'm home. And I just want the world to be back to normal and, you know, pray this, like, whole you know virus whatever it seems like a plague for all of us to go away and I'm glad that we got to address these issues in this podcast and it really educates our listeners for what's really going on right now so basically let's self reflect on our, all ourselves and i really want to know how y'all are doing it's been so long to i think since we all have talked like apart from you know i mean i talked to mega like you know, every day, you know, but like it's only related to the podcast or just for moral support. Trudy and Gaia 3, how has been quarantine been for y'all and what have y'all been doing all this time?
4: So, you know, to be completely honest, quarantine has been very draining um, mentally and emotionally for me. Summer has not felt like summer. I've been studying this whole summer and I was studying before that too. And so, you know, if you ask me, did I get a break? Absolutely not. <laughs> You know, there was not a point of me where I sat there and I was like, hey, I'm so bored right now. And so, you know, I think it sounds sad. But to be honest, you know, considering that we're juniors, I, I hope that the grind that I did this summer pays off um, in the school year. Um, I did, you know, study a lot for that. And so I hope that works. And, you know, in terms of um, emotional drainage, I think that just has to do with the fact that, you know, I have no siblings. Um, I sit here home with my parents who are way older than me, obviously. not having someone to, you know joke about something in like gen Z humor. Um, it's kind of kind of struggling, but at the same time, I do call my friends to kind of like avoid that huge problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, it's it's not the same, you know, seeing people on FaceTime is not the same as having them around right. in person.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, but, you know, considering the situation, I'm willing to, you know, sacrifice that because really the goal is to get this virus out, you know, really that's that's our main goal it's not you know socializing so i just hope that if everybody can just get on the same page and do this we can just get rid of this virus and total other than that i just try to go outside my house for like an hour or two uh, water the plants in the garden Um, we have a bunch of strawberries and um, okra that's growing and so it's really fun for me to just like pick these and also we got a fig tree in the front yard so you know I'm just climbing trees constantly outside and it's been really great you know I I, I wish that I had learned you know that going outside like to just water plants is actually a lot of serotonin um and I, I I I wish I did this earlier so that I wouldn't have been so like sad and feeling depressed earlier and now you know I'm feeling more awake more happy more bright so yeah that's good
3: yeah How about you guys? For me, quarantine has been very interesting, I guess. Like, it's not, like, every day is really tedious. You know, just being able to spend time with my family, like, a lot. Like, legit, like, we're all just stuck in the living room. So, like, a lot of family time there. Yeah, spending time with my family, I think, is the best part of quarantine. But the sad part is that I am going to high school this coming school year and I'm not going to be able to experience a normal high school year and that kind of really makes me disappointed. And so I'm really just praying that um, they'll find a the vaccine and then, you know, Corona gets better and we don't have to sit in quarantine anymore. Hopefully, we're going to school like normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, experience. You know, yeah, I get it. Experience get it. a normal freshman year. Yeah, you know? I get it. Totally.
2: Yeah, so for me, like I've been inside most of the time. Um, I My family and five other families, close families, has a vineyard in northern california about like three hours away so almost every week or every other week we try to go up there my family goes up there because it's like you know huge acres of land just vines everywhere there's no one there right so you can just like go over there and like go outside no need to be worried about covid because like you're just it's fresh air and everything so that was really nice yeah that's good yes for me i think i've been
1: doing roughly okay as surely mentioned i've been studying too not yeah mm-hmm. almost every day I mean like I had yeah you know classes for like a month and then like honestly August was like the only time where I just got to chill and stuff because and then like yeah I've also been spending time with like my family a lot too last week I went to my aunt's house and we just like chilled you know for two days just lived there and like we went to the went to Pacifica and we just were like you know saw the ocean and stuff like that so yeah I've been okay you know I feel like when school starts honestly I think that I wouldn't be able to you know sit on the couch and just be bored all the time because you know APs and everything all that like honestly Mm -hmm. I think Mega you have a lot of work now right? Yeah
2: my school just started a couple days ago and uh, already it's been like oh wow so this is going to be my first semester huh Mm -hmm. like waking up at six just going to class by class online and having like technology issues like on yesterday I missed my third period my math my calc I couldn't go to third period calc because my link wasn't working I was like I was freaking out so bad and like I I just missed that whole period because the link wasn't working yeah but luckily my friends were in that class like she told me what what we were doing got I got the homework and everything so it's like Okay, it's fine. So that's that's like what stresses me out the most. Technology problems. Out of like academics, yeah. okay, it's fine, I'll do the work, but like not able to go to the class is just like it's a problem. So that's like something yeah. we have to deal with.
1: But yeah, yeah, I agree. Like I I hope that, you know, this year goes well. I feel like we might our the schools might open, like maybe in i don't know october right mega
2: you were saying between, yeah that, October. Yeah. hopefully i don't know
1: hopefully i mean i feel like it's not i mean i hope that you no know, decreases and stuff because i think be was saying that or mega you're right like you guys were saying about how it was decreasing and stuff because the mm-hmm. hospitals mega yeah mm-hmm. we we're talking about that. yeah
2: yeah it's slowly decreasing mm-hmm. but like at the same time december winter's coming mm-hmm. that's like yeah. flu season right so like, exactly. I, so I think it's safer if, if we stay inside, stay inside. But I I don't know. So. Yeah. yeah. So
4: our our school district actually confirmed that we're not gonna do regular school um, until like January. Again, this is like oh. not a fixed date. Yeah. They just mm-hmm. said that they said for certain first semester is fully going to be remote. Mm-hmm if the situation is still bad for second semester, we'll have to continue remote for second semester as well. If it's better, then we'll do um, actual, you know, real school or maybe we might do hybrid depending on the situation. But, you know, initially our plan was to do hybrid, but then a lot of parents said that they were super concerned, um, especially in the area that we live in, cases were super high. Um, and so parents said like, you know, there's no way I'm sending, sending my kid to school, even if it's like twice a week, I'm, I'm not letting my kid go. And so then they um, had to work on it again. And so now everything is online, but that created to a lot of um, mess ups when it came to like textbook uh, distribution and stuff, a lot of number, like, I don't know what they did, but um, they were missing textbooks for kids. Uh, like my physics textbook ran out uh, by the time I went to get mine. It, it was kind of frustrating. And the same thing happened for like statistics. And I also think for calculus, um, and you know everybody's sitting here like how hard can it be you just have to like plug in the numbers and check. but you know they they have been working really hard to mm-hmm, get everything mm-hmm. online yeah. so I think in the midst of that there have been mess ups with numbers
1: mm-hmm.
4: yeah. oh
2: yeah like another thing that happened during quarantine so I got a puppy it, you guys yeah yeah I actually oh, did get the same got yeah, I, did. <laughs> I <laughs> want to see yeah, the puppy it's thing? a Yorkshire puppy He's. Uh, I got it a couple weeks ago. So he's like 11 weeks right now. I've been like busy with him. My sister has been busy with him. So like that's like the positive thing. Like a big thing that's, that's happened. Yeah.
3: Yeah. You no, know, you're really lucky because um when I was in like second grade or something, my dad promised me that when I'm 14, he'll get me a dog. <laughs> I kept my hopes up. And then now I'm 14 and I'm asking my dad for a dog and he's just like I never made such promises I know I wouldn't <laughs> make such promises so he acts as if it yeah, never it's a huge decision though cause like a dog
2: yeah. like getting a puppy is like another family member you have
3: to take care of it and like decision. you know the thing about my my mom literally like she had in her childhood dogs played like a huge part like they had a lot mm-hmm. of pets like a lot of dogs so she's fine with having a dog yeah. but then my dad on the other hand is not a mm-hmm. big fan of or any pets in mm-hmm. general so he doesn't hate them but he doesn't want yeah. to take care of them you know yeah and if my dad says no it's most likely um, so yeah I don't think we're yeah. ever going to get a pet you know, yeah, we've that. been talking
2: about it for, for a while I mean like initially my mom didn't want a dog but like lately like got familiar with dogs and now she wanted a dog so like this whole year we were talking about getting a dog and like summer we were actually looking for some and then we got one so yeah
3: what's your favorite breed everyone else.
2: I mean, I like
3: all puppies. <laughs> <laughs> like, all breeds don't have a specific. I like German, German Shepherds. German Shepherds are huge. Honest, they're, they're, like my favorite. Favorite. they're my favorite. Oh my god, they're. German Shepherd puppies are so cute. though. So. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> their ears, like, half yeah. Half, 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 half yeah. They're really adorable. I mean,
2: I would want a Golden Retriever, I guess. They're really and, We're actually thinking yeah. about a Golden Retriever, but, like, they, are, they have so much energy that, like, you have you to, like, Take them out of walks every day. You have to be loving yeah. towards them. You have, to, have to put so much energy into
3: this one dog. Yeah, they're like, if you're in India, it's easy to take care of. You oh God, just yeah. them around the front. But over here, yeah, they're gonna be yeah, they're like really, really hard to take I care of. Like, <laughs>
2: Tyson, that's his, the puppy's name. He can't go outside the backyard because they're huge cats. Like, there's huge cats, raccoons, rats everywhere that were so <laughs> oh, scared wow. to leave him outside. So, like, whenever he goes outside, like, one of us has to be there. Like, it's like, yeah. But it's okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, the closest thing I've, you know, as a pet, I guess. Like, it's all in India, honestly. I haven't gotten a pet here. Because my parents don't like getting dogs. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, it's kind of like taking care of baby. And they were like, you know. And I was telling my parents about how Mega got a dog, and they were like, yeah, see, they're all, you know, taking care of it, putting a lot of effort. So you have to do that too. Cause like my sister is like an animal lover and she's been asking my parents like, oh, can I have a dog? And then another day she's like, oh, other okay, instead of a dog, can you buy me a snake? And I was like, are you crazy? Like I yelled at my sister and she's like, what? And then she t- literally talked back. She was like, what? I can get a snake, okay? Just get like get a non-venomous snake. It's fine. I was like, whatever. I don't really care. And then my mom is like telling me, she's like, when you guys grow up, just go get a cat or a dog, whatever. Do, like, honestly, take care of your own lives. Let's just put <laughs> us in the matter, okay? I was like, oh, yeah, that's good. And then, like, my aunt has, like, four kittens. Like, the last mm-hmm. time we went to India. And they're just, like, opening their eyes. It's, like, so adorable.
3: Mm-hmm. And then we
1: have the talking parrot, which is cool. Oh, that's cool. She sent me this video and like the parrot was like saying my aunt's name and like, oh, it, wow. it, it literally says Malayalam too like whatever we talk about it will just keep repeating it so like I feel like if you get a talking parrot and if you have something important to talk about you shouldn't just go like blabber it in front of the parrot <laughs> you know it's gonna say something when someone arrives but that's my experience with pets what about you Shruti?
4: Um, I, I love dogs. I've wanted to get a dog. Um, but my dad's allergic. Oh. <laughs> so it, it's tough. Um, and so um, I, I have a small allergy to cats. My dad's with oh. cats, but um, I have a small allergy to cats. I just start, it, it's not like it's not a huge allergy. It's just that mm-hmm. when I tend to be around cats, I tend to be a little bit I tend to sneeze more. Mm-hmm. Um, so technically, I could get a cat. But at the same time, cats scare me a lot. <laughs> um, and so I've never really, I mean, I, I used to have a gold, uh, not a goldfish, it was a fighter fish, as a pet. Um, it jumped out of its bowl and committed suicide. <laughs> um, I, think like, I think like four <laughs> months after we got it, um, because basically my mom was changing the water and then she put it into a small like bowl and it thought that it had space and then it jumped and then it jumped onto the floor. And then my mom didn't realize it was on the floor until she came back from cleaning the bowl. And by the time it was dead, <laughs> and so <laughs> um yeah that's that's my experience with fish it's obviously you know with pets i don't really have much of an experience i guess but um i love animals so <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: okay so thank you, you Shooting and Gadhi once again i hope you guys like you know enjoy talking with us and being a part of it as usual along with megan and i we thank all the listeners around the world for supporting and loving us Thanks for tuning in with us for episode 7. And remember to follow at MegaVersion2020 on Instagram for shoutouts and requests. Feedback is welcome. We also have a YouTube channel, so make sure to subscribe as you guys, you guys can also listen to us on YouTube as well. Our active listener shout out for this week goes to twenty eight. Thank you so much for listening to all our episodes.
2: You guys can also record a message to us on Anchor so we can hear and reply back to you. Have a fantastic day and remember to stay safe and positive. By the
1: way, guys, huge reminder that the food banks are low in supplies and they're in need of money. To help them, all you have to do is to make a small donation to us and that donation will be counted for the food banks. You can pay us, pay us by PayPal or any of the other options provided in the description.
2: Yes, the links will be in the description. I will also link Ruthie's YouTube channel to so go check her out as well. We also have a website where we make updates, so check that out as well. <laughs> Along with Varsha me, adios amigos. Adios.
4: Hey, I'm Mike, and this year, thanks to Metro, nothing's getting between me and my holidays. As a rideshare driver, I know a thing or two about going the extra mile, and Metro's helping me go even further. Metro covered the switching fees and gave me and the family high-speed data for only $25 a line for four lines. Plus, we scored four free Galaxy phones from Metro just for switching. Now, we can all get in the holiday spirit streaming our favorite tunes and ringing the new year over video chat with family and friends.